With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lost Hope Radio. With your hands Say it again. Say I will. 
that you are going to crush with everything that's in you. Come on, you words, let's do it. Say, I'll praise him. Say, yes, I'll praise
Y'all pray for us. We still open. Pray, pray, pray hard. Y'all ain't praying hard enough. I promise y'all if y'all would pray hard, I would have been at home already. But anyway, my school is still open, y'all. But we got five good days left. Five. Somebody look at your neighbor and say five. I know five means something in the Bible. Somebody help me out. But we got five days of school left, so I'm excited about that. I am counting down already because your boy is tired. <laughs> tired. That's spelled T-I-R-R-R-R-E-D. Tired. I'm tired for real. Uh, it is. Look here. I am showing up tired, but I am excited to be here with y'all on this amazing Friday. We got a good show for you today, man. It is going to be a good one. Uh, the, the the title of today's today's show rather is five reasons praise and lament, 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 lament. I'm gonna have to teach a little bit today. But praise and lament belong together in worship. Five reasons praise and lament belong together in worship. That's our main topic of conversation. We're going to talk about that, some other stuff that's going on in and around our city, our country, and the world, and then we're going to get into that conversation. Let's just give you the rundown real quick on how you, 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 and you can be a part of today's show. If you're already listening on the line, all you got to do is push one. That'll get you to my producer, the best producer in the land, the one, the only, Latanya Michelle King, taking all of your calls, chats, texts, emails, letters, complaints, bookings, Funerals, bar mitzvahs, dedications, cremations. We do it all. We don't want to do cremations. I can't just put the thick grill in the back. Okay, never mind. Uh, but we do all that. We do all that. We do all that here. Uh, but just get uh, you do that, get you to the hush, get you to me, and you'll be with your boy. But look, all you got to do if you're already listening on the line, simply dial area code 323-870-4375. That is the call-in number, 323 323- 870-4375 is your call-in number. If you're listening via Blog Talk Radio, again, call 323-870-4375. Push 1. That'll get you over to her. She'll get you over to me, and you'll be live on the air with your boy. If you want to email the show, you can email the show. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net. That's right. It's the TTLO show at TTLOmedia.net is where you can email the show. That's where you can do that. Yes, yes, and yes. If you want to uh, follow us on social media, you can do that as well. You can tweet the show. You can tweet the show. That's right. On Twitter, tweet the show at TTLO Radio. That's right. You can tweet the show at TTLO Radio. Y'all know what's sign already. It's two T's. It's one L. It's one O. TTLO Radio is where you can tweet the show. If you want to follow us on the gram, follow us on IG, follow us on the gram. Same thing at TTLO Radio. That's right. It's the same thing at TTLO Radio. That's two T's, one L, one O. TTLO Radio is where you can follow us on the gram. If you want to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio, facebook.com slash TTLO Radio is where you can find us there. Uh, And then the live streams are up and running. Yeah, the live streams are up and running. We are live, um, Jesus Christ, on like every page in America. We are live everywhere. We are live on, let me count, one, a two, a three, a four, five, five Facebook pages right now. We're live right now on five Facebook pages, two, one YouTube page, and one Twitch page. Yeah, Twitch, for those of you on Twitch. We're live on all of those right now, and somebody is watching on Twitch. Praise the Lord, whoever you are, say something. Y'all come on, check in real quick, wherever you're watching from. For those of you watching on the Taking Limits Off Facebook page, I see a few of y'all come on, check in real quick. For those of you on the um, 
YouTube page. Come on, check in, check in. For those of you on the YouTube page, please come on, check in. For those of you watching live from the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church page, come on, check in. Uh, for those of you watching on the Elder Dana King D.Men page, <laughs> Doctorate Ministry. For those of you watching on that page, come on, check in. For those of you watching on my personal page, Dana L. King, come on, check in. For those of you watching on Latanya. Melton, we're going to work on that last name at some point, but for those of you watching on the time Melton's page, come on, check in, say something to the boy, say something, say something, come on, check in, check in, check in. Don't forget as well, you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, just do a simple search for the Taking the Limits Off Media Group, and not only will you find the TTLO radio show, but you'll also find all of the other shows that are attached to us, meaning you can catch uh, Healthy Soul Talk with Dr. Kimberly Thomas. That's right. You can catch all of the replays of Healthy Soul Talk. Real talk. Real issues. Real solutions. Healthy Soul Talk right here on the TTLO Media Group. It's always a good time on the Healthy Soul Talk show. Also, also, my brother, my brother, the good pastor, Harold D. Washington from the Faith, Works, and Vision church every Tuesday, somewhere around 7.15, 7.30, you can catch my boy and the Kitchen Chronicles. I'm excited for him and some of the big things he's got going on, but you can catch my brother, the good pastor, Harold D. Washington, and the Faith Works and Vision Church every, every Tuesday, somewhere around 7.15, 7.30. Uh, but that's not where we end because we hit right back on Praise Break Friday, but we start our weeks with Worship. We start our weeks with worship. We start our weeks with worship, and I am excited about that. Every Sunday morning, we start our week off right here at the birthplace of gospel music. That's right. Every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock, join Senior Pastor Daryl in person and the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church family right here, the live simulcast right here from the birthplace of gospel music and the TTLO Media Group Studios. You can always catch us, man, for our a live worship service. If you can't join us in person, you can join us live as always on the TTLO Media Group Network. But the worship does not stop there. Why, why, why? Because right after we're done, you can come right back and join the Faith, Works, and Vision broadcast. That's right. You can join the Faith, Works, and Vision broadcast right here as well on the TTLO Media Group Network. Join Senior Pastor Harold D. Washington and the Faith, Works, and Vision family for a good time in praise, word, and worship every Sunday, somewhere around 1215, 12.30. You can always catch him there. Don't forget, too, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you can download a podcast, you can find us there. Uh, Man, that's a good question, Serena. Hold that question because I'm going to need that. I'm going to use that first. Thank you so much. I'm going to use that first. That's a good question. Uh, My God today. Uh, and I was just talking about that uh, on the way here. <laughs> I was just talking about that on the way here. I was just saying, I need the school year to be over. <laughs> I need the school year to be over. Uh, but yes, uh, but you can catch all of that, all of that. Anywhere you can download a podcast, uh, you can find us there. So, man, look, it has been a, um, it has been an emotional week. Uh, we had some. Uh, we 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 are on this. We have been in this cycle. Uh, just when you thought you could take a breath, uh, I told you guys about the three uh, people at my home church that passed away, uh, and I was told that it was four in seven days. I don't know who the fourth person was though, so I'm, I'm I don't know who that was. But Pastor Clemens put up four people in seven days, so I'm not sure who the fourth one was. 
but interesting. Uh, but that happened, and then we got the word that um, our sister here, uh, uh, Ethel Freeman, uh, passed away uh, on yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, she passed away on yesterday. So we're praying for the Freeman family and our Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church family. It is, you know, when these things happen, uh, all you can do is, is, is pray and, and, and just make sure you're, you're closer to God. I'd rather be closer to God in these moments than further away. That'll help somebody in a minute. I'd rather be closer to God and go through these things than to be further away from him and to go through these things and feel like I'm alone. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go this. Hey, uh, Serena Griffin. Hey, we got five days. <laughs> five days. Five days. And wait, she already off because her classroom is <laughs> quarantined. Ain't that something? Anyway, <laughs> uh, but we, uh, Serena, Serena asked this question. Uh, Ms. Griffin, she says, I wonder for the end of the year, how do faith leaders and teachers, uh, therapists and whoever find ways to uh, recharge? Uh, you know, honestly, uh, uh, I'm going to call her Felicia. So, uh, Ms. Griffin, one of the things that, and, and, and churches, and we talked about this on this show a long time ago, Churches need to make sure that your pastors, and, and, and we talked about this, you need to make sure that your pastors, that it is in their contract, it is in their agreement, it is in whatever it is, however they are, however they are in their position at your church, that they have time away. Let me be clear. When I say time away, time away meaning I am not to be called for anything less than a groundbreaking emergency. Meaning if I say I'm going out of town, unless, knock on wood, unless, unless the building is burning, unless a, uh, a, a family member is in danger, unless there is something that is groundbreaking that requires the news media, don't call me because I have capable people in place for all contingencies. You have to be able to do that. If you don't, you will burn yourself out. I know I got some pastors on here. Pastor, John, Pastor Angela is on here right now. She can tell you this. I've got, I know I've got some other preachers that are probably listening. Y'all don't say a lot, but y'all be listening sleep listening, but y'all be listening, and, and, but I'm just going to say it. You got to be able to take a break, knowing that, guess what? I can leave, and I'll have somebody to preach to my people. I have somebody to teach my people, and you should be able to leave and not have to shut stuff down. I'm going to say that again. You should be able to leave and not cancel church. I'm going to leave that right there. You should not have to cancel church. You should be able to still continue Bible study. You should be able to continue Sunday school. You should be able to continue new membership training, whatever those things are, because the word should still be able to go forth without you. If the word cannot continue in your church, in your absence, you have done a disservice to God and the people he has charged you with. Huh? I said capable, Ms. Griffin. That's right, capable. This is why you got to know who you got. You got to know who you got. I I'm not about bragging. I don't have to pat myself, but I don't need other people to pat me on the back. But I can say this right now. Pastor Daryl in person knows that if he takes a break, ain't nothing going, ain't nothing going down over here because I got this. 
And that's just real talk. <laughs> really? When is this? <laughs> that's wrong on so many levels. You just had to do that. But no, he knows. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a make sure that ministry continues while you're on a break. If somebody gets sick, ministry should continue. If somebody has an emergency, ministry should be able to continue. But you have to get your rest. Right? I say this all the time. I've been, I've been preaching this to my kids in the fifth grade all year. Put your mask on first. Treat it like you're on an airplane. Put your, in the event of an emergency, put your mask on first. What are you saying? How does that relate to these preachers? What I'm saying is pastor, a bishop, apostle, archbishop, whatever you, prelate, pope, whatever. You can't help the people if you in. You can't help the people if you down and out. So take whatever breaks you have to take. The time of, of see, the, 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 there's this picture painted. There's this picture painted in the Bible uh, of of um, uh, of Moses, and when Moses was leading and 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 and, and judging and leading the people up, uh, 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 when Moses' arms were being held up, uh, they 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 were in the battle, and Moses would hold his arms up, but Moses would get tired, right? And so, so, so this, this is in the book of Exodus. Moses was getting tired. So while they were, while, so every time Moses' arms were up, they were winning. But when his arms fell, they were losing. That's the story there for you. You got to have some people, watch this, who can hold you up when you're tired. That does not mean while you're standing in the pulpit dying that I need to stand behind you and keep my hand behind you. That means you can go sit down and get some rest and have some capable people behind you. Ministry going, huh? The battle don't stop just because you get tired. I wish I had a little help. I'm going to clap for myself. Thank you. Huh? I, I, I'm, 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 I'm just saying rest is needed. Vacations are needed. If you watch this, if, if, if you're on a cruise, you and your wife or whoever you with, y'all go get on a boat, and y'all going on a seven to ten-day cruise, and y'all today is, what, Friday, right? The ship left yesterday. <laughs> so you, 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 you flew to Florida yesterday, down to, down to the Miami. <laughs> you flew to Florida yesterday. The ship left Florida at, let's just say, oh, 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon. Sometime today, you passed by Cuba and some other places. So now you're in the middle of the ocean. Let me help the people real quick. You headed in the Caribbean, oh, to the Caribbean, you in the Caribbean Ocean. That's where you head. You head out to the Caribbean. I believe that's the Eastern Caribbean, if I'm not mistaken, not the Western. I think that's Eastern Caribbean. But you headed out. I didn't do well in geography. But you headed out to the Eastern Caribbean. If something happens at your church, let me help you real quick. What exactly are you going to do from the middle of the ocean? First of all, I want to know what kind of phone plan you got because you ain't going to get an area call. You might because you got this national plan because, you know. But second of all, are you going to the captain and telling the captain, when we get to port, I'm leaving because I got to go back to church because uh, mother so-and-so fell and broke her kneecap? That's what you're going to tell your wife? Huh? Let me tell you something right now. Let me just reverse the roles. Tanya, let me reverse the roles for a minute. Tanya, get your microphone. Let me tell you how this going to go down. 
Get your microphone. Did you have, is you on? Check your mic. Mic check. My mic sounds nice. Okay, there you go. Your mic sounds nice. All right, good. So watch this time. Let me, I'm finna reverse. I'm finna do a complete reversal on you right now. You the pastor. <laughs> See, I just reversed it. Everything fell. <laughs> right, the whole thing. Right, the, the fan fell, the lights flickered in the room. Right. Lord, like, no, I'm just playing. Look, the Lord say, what? What you say? Wait, but what? <laughs> It got, like, it got hot in here. Like, what word she know? <laughs> right. <laughs> but you're the pastor, right? Okay. And, and, and we on vacation. We on vacation. And 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 I look at your phone because the phone rang. And I said, uh, 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 baby, it's Deacon so-and-so. <laughs> and Deacon so-and-so say that Mother Do-Right done fell and messed up her hip. Baby, mm. are you telling me that you say when we get to uh, the first port, let's just say that's Mexico, we get to the first port, you're going to say, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get to Mexico. We're going to uh, go grab some stuff, and then we're going to stay here, and then we're going to catch a flight back to Chicago so we can go and pray for Mother Do-Right's hip. That's what you say because you're the pastor. Now, let me give you my response. <laughs> As the dude married to the pastor. Okay. You can get off this boat if you want to, but I promise you, you go home by yourself. I'm on the boat for all the seven days. I ain't going home. Mother Do-Right and Mother Do-Right's hip going to be just fine until we get back home. Right. I'm going to put this down in my book. Go ahead. Oh, you put it down for me? Yes. You're <laughs> not leaving for any pertinent emergency. I'm not. Let me tell you something right now. You already know. I got a, a small emergency list. Real small. <laughs> One of them is in this room sitting across from me. The other ones are in somewhere else right now. And it better be some emergency. Because <laughs> if you locked up, you'll be locked up till I get back. Okay. Because Mother do right. Right. If it was you and you was the pastor. Right. If it's my mama, that's, it depends on what's wrong with her, too. I mean... If she just fell and hurt her hip, she'll be all right till I get back. It's HMO insurance. It's gonna take like her, I said. It's going to take her a month to get the referral. If she hurt her hip, her hip's still going to be hurting when I get back. I can pray over the phone. I got We got messages and, and videos and, and all that. We can do all that. We can do all that. Okay. Now, if it's, if not, now I said, if it's groundbreaking, that's different. But even still, I, I don't mean to sound callous, but if somebody leaves here, if it's something, if I'm in charge of the, the services or the funeral, it ain't happening until I get back. I ain't rushing back either. For what? Okay. What's going to happen? I don't mean no harm. Come on. <laughs> okay. See, they enjoy your trip. You don't have to finish the thought. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just saying, you 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 gotta. People have to learn how to. People have to learn how to take their rest, take their time. That's why you have to have capable people in place. Go. Um, no, this is for you. I yeah, think what you got? they they were disputing um, the Eric Kirk music, and I don't know if we lost listeners because of that. I are you serious? I'm dead serious. Oh my god! But I already submitted a dispute. No. They don't never uh, 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 do my man Eric Kirk. So I don't know if we need to refresh this feed or find out. Uh, don't tell me that. 
okay, I see people coming back. What? Like, that, like literally, I had to submit something. Sorry. I don't even see a notification. Because I already submitted it. Oh, okay. Wow. I just, I just had this conversation with somebody about this the other day. What? Okay, anyway, interesting, interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't even see a... Um, I don't see the notification. Yeah, it was like 14 minutes ago. and I, Oh, yeah. interesting. So anyway, take your rest. Get your breaks while you can. Take your breaks while you can. It is absolutely necessary uh, for people to take breaks while you can. Because, you, you, look, the church ain't going nowhere. The church ain't going nowhere. Uh, I want to talk about something else uh, real quick. Thank you, Serena, for that question, though. I appreciate it. Y'all still with me? Uh, drop me a thumbs up or something in the chat box. Or say something, let me know y'all still there, because I want to make sure Facebook ain't pulling the fast and they be switching these algorithms up on you in a minute. Now, all of a sudden, they, you know, they be bothering music that they never bothered before. So, you know, maybe that's a good thing for Eric Kirkman, though. Maybe they... <laughs> mm. But a good... Uh, uh, one of my... One of my peers, uh, Eddie, Eddie Williams, he's the pastor over at uh, Metropolitan... Uh, Missionary Baptist Church on the west side. He put a post up uh, a, little, little, a little while ago. Okay, Pastor Person's still on, so he's still on. They, so that y'all didn't get they, everybody didn't get kicked off. That's weird though. Was it on? Oh, was it on your page? No, it it was it was everybody. Interesting. Because you didn't see the numbers. The numbers fell, and then they regrew back up. Interesting. Uh, Eddie Williams said, "Anybody notice how they took Juneteenth? <laughs> Anybody notice how Juneteenth has been colonized?" Real quick, they, come on, what y'all got? They took it. I mean, I mean, I'll, I'm gonna go to Hallmark and see if they got some cards. I mean, for real. And not even in the mahogany section. <laughs> I'm gonna see if they got some cards. I mean, it, you talk about you talk about with the real quick smoothness. The minute it became a national holiday, it got snatched. It has now been colonized. <laughs> Juneteenth has been colonized. I am. That is that is mind-boggling to me how quick that happened. It's like you know, you, you, you y'all ain't y'all ain't getting this one by yourself. I, that is that is about enjoy the trip. Oh yeah. Yeah, I read that one. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. So, so you know, here's my deal with Juneteenth. I, 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 I am. I, we honor the day, the holiday that is Friday. I'm sorry, Sunday. It's also Father's Day. You know, for those of you that. You know, we'll get no love. But it's Father's Day. <laughs> it's Father's Day, y'all. It's Father's Day. Uh, but it's also Juneteenth. And, and uh, I, I noticed some things. It's a national holiday, so some people have Monday off. Some people, some people either got the day off or they have Monday off for a holiday. I know at the school, we got nothing off. Uh, and, uh, but... <laughs> Right. I have nothing. Right. Um, we got nothing off. Uh, uh, but the, the software we use to take attendance, we got a nice big note. Uh, there'll be no customer service support on Monday and the observance of Juneteenth. Now, what? everything that's associated with us is closed, but we ain't. My school is the only school still open in all the whole wide world, Craig, except China. So you still going? I got to go to school. I got what? I got at least three. I got at least three days left with students. Report cards going in Monday. Student, then the parents parent conferences are Thursday, Friday, or Wednesday, Thursday. Wednesday, Thursday. 
Okay. <laughs> she like whatever. I guess it's not the church. I guess. <laughs> I guess you go. I'm just ran off. <laughs> we ain't on no boat though either, because that's a different right. conversation. We was on the boat. Ain't nothing I can do. Ain't nothing I can do. Um. Yeah, I, I saw that though. I noticed how, how Juneteenth has been colonized. Uh, real or I shouldn't use the word commercialized, colonized, but commercialized real quick. Uh, yeah, and exactly. And and you notice how? Remember what was it like a few years ago when Juneteenth kind of caught a little fire? It like we had Juneteenth, and even though it was Pride Month, is has Pride Month always been Pride Month? I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm trying to tread lightly here. Has Pride Month always been Pride Month? When did, when did that start? Somebody help me out. Let me, let me search it up as the kids say. <laughs> um, it'd be, oh. It's, oh, that's why. Here we go. So Pride Month didn't start until 2021, June of 2021 they had pride day but pride month was june of 2021 go ahead i'm gonna say this it's i'm gonna say for me for you i think it's been kind of unspoken because a long 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 time ago before disney world yes decided to really do it yes and and they had either a week mm-hmm. and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. And before, you know, everybody decided, you know, like, you know, became accepting of it. I remember the park as a kid mm-hmm. being very empty and I didn't understand why mm-hmm. and everything. And, and, and until I was told and everything, I was looking like, y'all missing out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I'm getting on all these rides. <laughs> I have never, and it was a long time ago, and I, and you know, you know, let, let's put some single digits on it. Like that's how long ago it was. Wow. And in, in in Disney World, there were literally, when I say that park was vacant, it looked vacant. What happened? What she said? You know what, Felicia? Felicia. <laughs> I ain't even got. To... Right, Felicia is like one of the kids. Like when they come and tell you, when like when you get the when you get the clipboard back, and you want to know who was misbehaving in the class. You just automatically just go to Felicia name because you already know. I I, I didn't even. Ha- you didn't. Even, you saw my face. You just knew. Right. <laughs> I had to go switch to another tab just to know it was her. She keep, she I like, had to make sure it was her. Automatically come back with a check mark on her behavior chart. Automatically. Let me read so, this. So she get a two two. Yes, right. She said. She said they were they were giving away rainbow ice cream. I said I'd just pay for chocolate. Y'all wasn't giving away no free chicken in February. <laughs> Somebody get the lady. Get him. <laughs> y'all would be mad, though. Somebody would be mad. If they give away free chicken and watermelon in February, y'all going to get upset? <clears throat> huh? If it's unseasoned, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said if it ain't seasoned. If it ain't seasoned. Y'all going to get mad if they give away free... Uh, and then if you're trying to give me oven fried chicken... I just yeah, think if, you know, if, y'all, if they really cared about us, you know, they would give us oxtails free in February. I just think that would be... That would make a lot of sense to me. Did you know? <laughs> oh, did I know? Your stepdaughter. What she do? <laughs> her menu for, for her what? party in Detroit. Had oxtails. She wanted oxtails. 
she she she's somewhere biologically yours. <laughs> don't say that too loud. Just, okay, people well, start you know, to add the, what, 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 some it, people gonna start counting the twos. And, I only got only got only got fourteen days left of the eight before she eighteen. <laughs> so you ain't got to pay that much. <laughs> you ain't got to pay that much. You want to pay for some education? No, I'm what? <laughs> okay then. I feel like I am. Some in some kind of way. Look, I'm coming up short somewhere. <laughs> Kim Tony said wings cost too much. <laughs> I look, I I am um I I I am I I, I appreciate the holiday. I'm gonna celebrate. Uh, did our shirts come? Didn't you order some shirts? Yeah, it, I'll, I'll get them. I gotta pick them up. Oh, okay. Well, today Friday. I forgot. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I just thought about it. My bad. Okay. Totally my bad. Okay. She said you get free burrito bowl at Chipotle if you. Get... <sighs> You know what? Can we I have her help her to use the right word? She says you get a free burrito bowl at Chipotle if you gay. That's discrimination and stupid. I just lie for a free bowl. This is America. I'm just gonna drop my mic and go sit down. Go drop the mic. That's the good one. I'll drop that one. <laughs> Back. You know how I feel about drop microphones. I take it personal. <laughs> I feel like I need to have a, a microphone lesson at every church I go to about proper mic etiquette and not dropping microphones because they cost too much. Uh, anyway, uh, I am, I am, I, you know, I'm not going to get into all this because I talked about it a little bit last week. Um, celebrate Juneteenth after you're doing it. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to a concert on on Sunday after church. Uh, we're going to hear Peral, uh You know, she, you know, when she ain't singing uh, worship, it's Peral Shantae. So we. <laughs> We going to we going to see Peral out in in Egypt. Uh, on, so I put it in my phone though. It's only like uh, 56, 52 minutes away in my phone. Go down, Moses. Go down, Moses. Egypt land. Yes. <laughs> she said, "Don't really understand June nineteenth. What exactly are we celebrating? That was the last day that the last of the slaves found out they was free in Texas. In Texas." 1865. So they slaves got free in 1862. It took three years for the folk in Texas to get the message. Yeah. Once again, it just shows you the foolishness that black folk have went through. 1862, Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. Three years it took Texas, the last of the slaves, found out that they didn't have to stay there. There you go. That's the that's the gist of it, Juneteenth. So it was June nineteenth, eighteen sixty five. Uh was when But they can get a letter. You can get that to say the British are coming. But y'all can't tell us we free. <laughs> I like the way you thinking. I didn't think about that. Y'all That was Paul Revere. That was Paul Revere Hollywood. Right. That was one dude. But y'all they, you, think they was gonna let a, you think they was going to let an African, a black African-American Negro ride across uh, country holiday? Negroes is free. Negroes is free. You think they was going to let that happen? You saw Django. No, I'm just playing. Yeah. But you saw <laughs> They wasn't going to let that happen. Going to run across that. Oh, is that a, you know, and, then you, and you riding by yourself? Everybody didn't agree with, with, old, with old Honest Abe over there. You'd have been talking about some, hey, Negroes free and end up locked up again. Kim Tony said, I would have torn Texas up. Kim, as, yeah. much, as much as I want to believe you, I'm going to tell you like the conversation I had with my mom the other day. My mama said, you, 
my mama said, it's a good thing you was born in the 70s and not in the 50s because you'd be dead. I said, you're probably right. So I wanted, I want to know about this. Like, you know, for you those, you know, we never got our 40 acres in the mule. Still waiting. There's reparations. Well, you know, people in Everson got some. They mm-hmm. running out of money, by the way. Mm-hmm. But um, for the people in Texas, do they get like time and a half <laughs> because because they, they ain't get you know if reparations was like around right? Would they get time and a half? You know, plus double they pay because they ain't get they didn't. They I wasn't told noticed. y'all. I told y'all about. I think it was two years ago. I think I gave everybody the 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 the, the caveat for it. All you got to do with black folks that were born in America. If your people were were in America and if you if if and we can trace it back. If your people were here in the time of slavery, which pretty much most folk were, all they got to do, reparations could be real simple. We pay no taxes for the next 20 years. No taxes for the next 20 years. Everybody gets $250,000 in clean credit. <laughs> That's it. No taxes for 20 years, 250 k and clean credit. Might have to bump that 250 up because the way gas looking. But you <laughs> make, 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 but a quarter meal, a quarter meal, 250 k clean credit. No taxes of any kind, state or federal, for 20 years. There you go. There you go. That, 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 that changes, that instantly changes a lot. Who would keep it? Who would keep what? Who would keep the, the money? Everybody get it. Just like they, just look, just like they figured out. How to send y'all them 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 uh uh um uh, uh stimmies? Run them stimmies. Run, run look, run them two hundred and fifty k stimmies. She said everybody be black then. Yeah, but we ain't talk- no no we, we ain't talking about them three them two percenters. I got one drop. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna be they gonna be singing the best empire song. Drip drop <laughs> drop. No, I ain't talking about them two percenters. Talking about my great auntie's name was uh 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 Big Mom. No, mm two hundred and fifty k, maybe three hundred now because it's gas. But run run me three hundred k, run me twenty years of no taxes going forward, clear clean debt, clean debt, clean credit. Let's go. Felicia just won't now. Felicia doing her best. You can, you not speaking for me. <laughs> she won forty pieces of chicken. She said, and a, 40 and a, pieces and a lifetime purple platinum card. Mm. There you go. There you go. That's the, that, that that is right there. I'm just saying there is because because when you when you when you should need education with that because we spend in a week on a house and because with that because we spend. In a week. Well, I know. Well, due to the new. Mm-hmm. The rise in prices and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. You see, now the housing market has slowed down. Mm-hmm. And I heard one lady, she's like, she's okay with it and everything else. Because she's saying now the real home buyers can, you know, now get them a home. But you're, it's costing you a lot. 
300 would not even well, I, would, the, I wouldn't even say 300 would make a dent with especially well home prices here in Illinois. They they, they well, a couple of a couple of of uh a couple of writers wrote that if we if they decide to do reparations, it wouldn't even be that much money that I it would be more less than what I was talking about cuz they said it would roughly cost the country somewhere between 10 and 12 trillion dollars. Between 10 and 12 10 and 12 trillion dollars. And you would give, that's literally giving, and this was dated, this is from 2020, uh, 2021, where you would give everybody uh, $162,000 for every black American living today. So 162, $162,000. I'm, I'm saying 250 wiping debt, wiping credit, paying no taxes going forward for 20 years. If you over if you over uh if you over the age of sixty, sixty five, then you don't pay no taxes for the rest of your life. You done. You done. You done. She said not necessarily companies are buying up properties and price uh pricing first time home buyers out. They are buying them out to rent. Of course they are. They are. Right. <laughs> We already know that part because, you know, when I did the research for this area, there are not a lot of homeowners not at anymore. all. Nope. They are just renters. Yeah. Yeah. Cause these, these, these... So in the words of the kids, they capping. <laughs> you would, you would, you would, you would, but it's, again, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a long, she says, what about your six kids? Do they each get two? Yes. Yeah, if they're if they're over the age of eight, anybody eighteen and above, you seventeen. I'm sorry, no, you don't. You you shop. You with your mom and them. Now, if you seventeen, your mom and them get some extra money. Do it like they did. Do it like they did the 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 uh the, the what's care, it called? The Cares Act. Yeah, do it like they did the semis. If you seventeen, uh, if you if you got children under the age of eighteen, we gonna kick in an extra fifty k per kid. That is. But I mean, they did that with the ones that were like, you know, yeah. you know, that was just that that cuss that happened to the right. college kids. And right, right. But I'm saying, yeah. But if you're 18 and you're in college, you get the loop. If you're 18 and in school, you get the loop. Absolutely. I'm good. That earn should say earn income. Yeah, <laughs> Felicia. Uh, but yeah, that's how you get it. That's how you get it. And then look now, then everybody. Everybody gets closer to being on an even playing field. Now, if y'all mess that money up, don't ask for nothing else. <laughs> don't ask for nothing else. He said, we ain't getting a reparation. Last time we got reparation, we built a golden cat. <laughs> Leave it to R.A. Tory. What's up, sir? He said, last time we got reparations, we built a golden calf. That's what they did with it. They did. They went out there, they was out there in the wheels and it's talking about some let's Let's melt this gold down <laughs> and let's build us a God because Moses left us out here by ourselves. We're going to build something. I wish somebody would have came and asked me for my, for my dookie rope chain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we're going to need that dookie rope because we got to build this calf. <laughs> Let me get that figaro off your neck. <laughs> that herringbone. <laughs> 
I used to have all them. I, had, I never had, I had like a little, a little thin rope. I never had like a thick rope chain. You never had any? I had a thin rope. I did have a herringbone, though, but you know them herringbones, they get messed up. You couldn't sleep. You couldn't sleep in them because they get crinkled up, it especially is. if it was like 18 karat gold. The start of last year, 2021, is when y'all have the Israel, upgraded me. The Israelites, uh, 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 Felicia, the Israelites, when they got their reparations, when they took the gold and stuff, all they go. Uh, she said, I right, said, don't forget the earrings. And I definitely ain't getting right. Definitely ain't getting these up. Shoot, these is, these is for emergency purposes. <laughs> she said they did that back in the 80s. I'm going to get you, sucker. Right. <laughs> that was it. Everybody was OG. They was OG. And I love that movie. Anyway, don't make me hop after you. Um, uh, Anyway, so yeah, I'm 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 good with that. Anything else? Uh, y'all did see there was another uh, real quick. There was another shooting uh, in Alabama yesterday. Uh, somebody shot. I don't. I think it was outside the church, uh, but they caught dude. Uh, they got him uh, outside the church. I think three people were shot Alabama uh, yesterday. So uh, we will definitely keep them. Nobody died though. I don't believe. Um, let me three see people died. Quick. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Okay. Yeah. Show you what I was paying attention to. Uh, let me see. Uh, multiple people shot at a church in Vest- uh, Vestavia Hills. Oh, third victim has died after shooting. Here we go right here. Thank you. It says a 70-year-old man who shot uh, a 70-year-old man who shot dead three senior citizens at an Alabama church group's meeting Thursday was subdued by someone else at the event until police arrived. So it was a 70-year-old man who shot three senior citizens the suspect who was in custody shot dead, Walter Rainey, 84, Sarah Yeager, 75, during a small group potluck at the St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in Vesta, Vestavia Hills outside Birmingham. The third gunshot victim, 84-year-old woman whose family request her name be withheld, died Friday at the hospital. The suspect identified as Robert Finley Smith had occasionally attended the church and was at the dinner where he pulled out a handgun and just started firing, according to Ware. Someone at the event subdued him and held him down until law enforcement arrived, said Ware, who said, please, would go. wow. What in the world? See? I, I don't even know what to tell y'all. Well, you know. Yeah. We've always had an inkling of this happening. I mean, it happened at your old church. Not a shooting. Like, what? 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 I've been saying, what happened? Stabbing. Oh yeah, we did have a stabbing. We had a stabbing on. We had a stabbing. We had a New Year's Eve watch night stabbing in nineteen. Wait, was that nineteen? Yeah, that would have been like nineteen ninety eight or ninety nine, somewhere up in there. Uh, um, we had, we had, yeah, we had a stabbing. We had a a, a lady who. Uh, was I don't know if she was from we have there's a halfway house uh, next door to our church at the, uh, to the old church and I don't know if she was from there or not but uh, she 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 stabbed she was my cousin she stabbed my cousin in the back missed his she missed an artery about like two inches uh, she missed the artery by like two she stabbed him in the back of the neck he was on his, he he was praying in the aisle the lights had went down we would turn up so we would have watch night service. Uh, you know, again, traditional Baptist church, we used to do the foot washing. Did y'all have to do foot washing? I never, you know, I I understood the 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 
the the visual of it, but but we used to have foot washing service on on um, New Year's Eve, and uh, we had that, and they would cook chili and do all that kind of stuff, and be downstairs fellowship for about three four hours, and then we would all come upstairs at about ten thirty ish to start watch night service, and then we would have service, and then right around uh, eleven uh, thirty. We would start, we would open the mic up so people could come up and say something that they were thankful for. Uh, we didn't do, you know, New Year's resolutions, but it was just, you know, I'm thankful for my family, blah, 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 and I'm leaving this, this, and this in the, in the previous year. Uh, and so then at about 11.50-ish, uh, they would turn the lights down in the church. They would turn the lights down in the church. So normally what would happen is, you know, our lights were on. We didn't have, like, over here at Ebenezer, every light is on a switch, which I love that. At Kingdom, it's fuses. So you still, you back there popping fuses. So you're only supposed to turn off certain fuses. Well, we had somebody back there who decided to get a little, maybe he had uh, drank too much for New Year's Eve. So, right. So uh, Deacon Langworthy, unfortunately, went back there. He did it and hit like all the switches. So we went from we went from being like, you know, set the mood dog to uh grave shift dog. And so we sitting there and so people are praising and they're worshiping and everything and all of a sudden we hear this this now my, my cousin, my cousin LeJohn is a worshiper. He's a praiser. That's that's what he does. So so it ain't nothing for to hear somebody screaming. You like oh we and as we heard it, we like, oh that's just LeJohn. That's just LJ. He he going on in. He tapped in, y'all. Let him just, you know, let him be. But then the screen turned from screen to shriek. You know, we like, okay, what just happened? So then all of a sudden, you know, somebody was like, see, cut, he cut. So then the lights come back on. Mind you, I'm in the balcony because I'm running the sound system. I'm in the balcony. <laughs> and uh, all I know is they say he stabbed, he stabbed. And so I'm trying to see who got stabbed because I don't know who it is. And I look and I see uh, my cousin on his, on his back on the ground and they holding him and they say he's bleeding or whatever, whatever. And I'm like, you know, whatever. But yes, yeah, so this stuff. Stuff has been happening in churches for years because church is the one place where people let their guard down the most. It is the one place where people are, are and you should be, you should be able to, uh, to let your guard down. But let me, let me, let me be very specific. Uh, uh, the Bible say, watch and pray. <laughs> Watch and pray. Jesus told the disciples, can you not watch with me for just an hour? Y'all sleep. I'm over here praying, and y'all pull the head my back, and y'all sleep. I don't, I, look, I am never, I have, from that time forward, when somebody says, close your eyes in the church and pray every head bowed, every eye closed, I promise you there's two that ain't. I can promise you that I don't care who praying. It could be Bishop Desmond Tutu. Bishop T.D. Jakes, it could be uh, 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 Creflo Hollow. It don't matter what who it is. I don't care. <laughs> Archbishop Don Juan, it don't matter. I ain't closing my eyes at all. I'm going to sit right here because I'm paying attention at all times. But, yeah, it's, no, but people have been, um, churches have become more of a target lately. Uh, some of them back in the day, I know was because what Brother Tory said, he said, stop sleeping with folks' wives. That is some of it. That is some of it. We've seen some, 
Some people get up and do some stuff in some churches because you're touching other people's properties. <laughs> you mess around with other folks' stuff. So keep keep your hands to yourself, ma'am and sir. Uh, do 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 what you got to do. Something is wrong with your child. I'm just gonna leave it right there. My child? Yes, that one. Yes, yes. I called him yours. Yeah, because I just saw this post that he put up on Facebook. With oh, him, okay. With the uh, tank top on, standing in front of the cooler. Doing the most. Okay. Yeah, your child. Okay. Um, right. <laughs> see how quick I put it back on you? Um, but yeah. Let's say what? <laughs> right, 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 right. Better not tell nobody but God. <laughs> Look, according to, according to the late John Meredith. <laughs> That's what he said he thought. That's what he thought. Uh, anyway, look, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to jump right into our conversation. Let's y'all got something else. We're going to jump right into our conversation for tonight. Five reasons, um, five reasons, five reasons, praise and lament go together in worship. Five reasons, praise and lament go together in worship. I can't believe you said that they tried to block uh, the good Eric Kirk song because I don't see that on nothing. Like, I, I don't have a notification on my page or the Ebenezer page, or the rest of them. So I'm wondering, was it on your page where it was? But anyway, we're going to get into it. I'm going to do this, though, because I ain't going to take no chances. I don't want them messing with my stuff. Do you really? Oh, you know what? Did I? <laughs> I might click the one I sent you in Messenger. You put up what? Because that's not what I sent you. No, that's not that we did that already. We did that article. In 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 blog talk. Really? Interesting. Let me see that. No, that no it's not. I refresh your blog talk, because it's not in my blog talk. I'm looking at blog talk. But anyway, we're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, when we come back, we gonna jump into we're gonna jump into our conversation. Uh, for tonight. Let me find this um, copyright free music. And uh, we'll be right back. Two T's. One L one O T T L O radio. Didn't he clothe you and put 
uh, lament is just an expression of grief and or um, uh, sorrow, right? It's 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 that's where uh, lamentations comes from, right? Uh, when, you, when you see somebody says he was lamenting uh, the death of a loved one, that's that's grieving. It's uh, it's a uh, uh, if you put it into a verb form, it's an action word. Uh, it's a, a form of of, of mourning. Uh, if you use it as a noun, then it is um, uh, it, it's 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 a description, almost almost adjective like uh, describing uh, uh, you know wailing or moaning or groaning or weeping. It's all of those different levels uh, of it that way. If you if you're doing it in in a, in a noun uh, a noun form. Um, Wailing and is wailing would be would be a verb, you know that in that in that style. So, uh, so again, it is what is what is or five reasons praise, lament and uh, praise and lament belong together in worship. The writer of the article is Dan Wilt. We've done his stuff before. I think we just did an article by him because I feel like I just read his information the other day. Um, but Dan Wilt, Dan Wilt uh, is an author and musician. Uh, educator, songwriter, and communicator, and spiritual life writer with 20-plus years in the vineyard of family of churches. Uh, he serves in various ways to further a new creation-centered vision of the Christian life through media. Uh, so that's where his background is. Well, let's jump into this. Let's jump into this. Let me see. We had no, we didn't get no more Facebook drama, did we? Let me make sure I don't see no notifications over here all right good let's jump into it and see what we got let's see what we got let's see what we got all right so here we go it is it is it is there's a reason why i don't like silly stuff but i ain't gonna say nothing um so here it is here it is. i'll tell you the show is over uh the importance the importance of lament in the Bible, the importance of lament in the Bible. Uh, the writer says this. He says, I lead worship every week for my community and the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as well as disease, unemployment, divorce, and many other struggles are always in the room with us. Let me read that again. The writer says, I lead worship every week for my community and the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, as well as disease, unemployment, divorce, and many other struggles are always in the room with us. If a theology of resurrection, the empty tomb, renewal, and personal transformation, healing, and miracles does not stand together in worship with a theology of suffering, the full cross, intercession, trouble, sorrow, struggle, then I contend our worship is out of accord with both the scriptures and the daily news. Worship that is both now and not yet. Let me get that again. Worship that is both now and not yet. Let me make sure I'm on the first page. Yes, I am. All right. So the writer says this, the kingdom of God is both now among us and not yet to come in its fullness one day in the future. Our worship life should reflect this tension, or I contend we misrepresent Jesus' teaching on the He says, yes, post-resurrection, all things are being made new. Yes, we are a people of praise and thanks and joy. Yes, joy is the major thing, but also, yes, suffering is the minor thing and is everywhere. From the masses being slaughtered by radical groups today to the struggles you and I will have with relationships, jobs, and emotional and physical health. Jesus said we will have trouble, mm-hmm. but we must be present 
to this as leaders, and it must shape our language. This is the now and the not yet of the kingdom of God, and we live in the tension, the radical middle. I like this. So the writer says, the writer says, the following article is precious to me and is written uh, by his brother-in-law, Ed Gentry, and I hope it makes an impact as much as it does on you. So here we go. Five reasons lament and praise must stand together in worship. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Let me check something. Let me see who, let me see some stuff here. I got one, a couple people over there, a few people over there, a few people over there, and let's go. All right. The writer says this. Worship in our various traditions includes proclaiming, uh, proclaiming God's goodness power and majesty with confidence we speak of god's nearness to the brokenhearted of his tender care and his faithful presence all this is deeply profoundly and ultimately true but it is always true but is it always true of our lived experience that's a good question all of those things are true but is it always true of our lived experience what do you mean preacher just because it's true in the bible does do you have have you yet experienced it is it is it a part of your daily life or is it a pipe dream Mm. if we're honest if we're honest church if we're honest often god seems far away he does not always answer when we call his presence does not feel as close as we proclaim Sometimes, truth be told, horrible things happen to us or those we love, and the God of healing and salvation seems reluctant or slow to act. How should the community of faith respond when our lived experience does not correspond to our faith-filled proclamation? That's a good question. How should the community of faith respond when our lived experience does not correspond to our faith-filled proclamation. How, 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 how is the question. Think about that for a moment. Because we talk to God often. We talk to God often about what we need and what we want and the things we desire. But then the question comes, the question comes, how do we, how do we respond when we don't get what we've been praying for, how do we respond when our lived experience, when what we go through on a daily basis, doesn't match up to the faith that we proclaim? We'll get that. We'll get that. So, so, so let's 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 jump down into this. Uh, the Bible, the Bible is full of psalms of both lament and praise. Lament and praise. So let's. Let's get into it. A common and often helpful response is to continue to proclaim the truth of God's character and to recount his past faithfulness during times of suffering and difficulty. The Bible certainly echoes this kind of response to adversity where praise becomes an act of faith. But scripture is not limited to responding in this way. In fact, the more common response in the Bible is to be very candid about the experience of adversity and to cry out directly to God for relief. My God, this cry for help is often and clearly seen in the Psalms of complaint or lament. The lament in the Bible is not insignificant. More than one third of the Psalms are laments, Mm -hmm. which makes lament by far the most common kind of song in the Israel's songbook. Huh? 
Come on now. The disparity between Israel's songbook and the modern worship notebook or hymnal is remarkable. In both, you will find songs of adoration, exuberant praise, and bold declarations of God's unfailing love and faithfulness. But watch this now. What is conspicuous by its absence in our worship corpus, modern or traditional, are songs of lament or complaint. Typically, only a small fraction even give a hint of our experience or adversity. Weakness and suffering, few, if any, plumb the depth of suffering or cry to God just like the lament songs. Recovering the practice of lament based on the lament in the Bible will help us be more culturally relevant, uh, will be, help us be more biblically authentic and culturally relevant followers of Jesus. So let's jump into this. Let's talk about it. The first one, the first one, we're talking about the five, five, five reasons that uh, lament and praise go together. Number one, praise and lament in the Bible respond to reality. Ah, praise and lament in the Bible respond to reality. Let's delve in. The writer says this, songs of praise and songs of lament in the Bible are both a response to reality. In our songs of praise and adoration, we respond to the reality of God's revealed character, his holiness, his goodness, his faithfulness, his majesty, and tender care. While God's unchanging character is certainly the ultimate reality until the final consummation of the kingdom of God, there is also the reality of our broken world, which constantly impinges on our lives. It is to this reality that the Psalms address themselves. Let's go. He says, when we can see from lament in the Bible that lament faced head-on corporate and individual grief, pain, suffering, and the the resultant alienation. Their shrill tone gives voice to this suffering and keeps us from responding to our pain with denial or unmerited guilt. Much of the personal psychological pathos could be more easily resolved if we would learn to express our pain, our anger, our guilt, our frustration, and our disappointment. Can I help somebody? That's part of what's so missing in the church. We have gotten to a place where we don't express our pain, our anger, our guilt, our frustration. We've gotten to a place where that, that we, 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 wanna, we just want to praise God through it. But truth be told, a lot of times we are angry. And sometimes we need to bring that anger to the altar. Sometimes we should bring that guilt to the altar. Sometimes we should bring that frustration to the altar. All of these things need to be brought because if you if, because what's the point of coming to church and clapping your hands and shouting crazy and still leave frustrated, angry, mad, and disappointed and in pain? I know. Ain't gonna get no help. We come to church, we do all these things, and we leave just how we showed up. We leave exactly how we showed up, in the same condition, if not worse, because we refuse to release it. What's the point? What's the point of coming to church if you're not going to allow yourself to be free? My God. What's the point of coming to church if you won't allow yourself to be free? 
when the altar is open. The availability is there. But you choose to, the, the, the very cross you walked in with, you choose to pick back up and walk back out with. The writer says, the writer says, laments encourage us to face our individual and communal pain and demonstrate that the first and the best response to pain and suffering is to bring it before God. My, my, my. Felicia says, most of those emotions are shunned by the church as an attack of our faith or belief in God. I know. I know, Felicia, and that's the sad part. Because we have been we and, and 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 wrongly or intentional or not, we have been people have been tricked into believing that you should not have any of those emotions, any of those feelings, any of those concerns. You should just come and praise and and shout hallelujah, and then it'll just get lifted off. Not if you don't say what's wrong first. Not if you refuse to say what's wrong first. The writer, the writer, the writer says this. He says, uh, 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 laments help us wrestle with suffering when we are relatively or totally blameless. Mm. He said, instead of feelings of vague guilt, laments give us form and language to bring our case directly before God. From the sublime to the horrific. The psalm gives us a picture of praise and lament in the Bible that illustrates that we can and should respond to all of our lived experiences before God in worship. That means, that means, let me make it real plain, everything that's going on in my life, I should be able to bring before God in my worship. I should be able to expose myself before God in my worship. It's a, it's, it's, it's a necessity that I don't hide anything. And yes, I know he's omniscient. He knows everything. But it is a necessity that I give him all of me, good, bad, ugly, and, and or indifferent. Let's keep going. Number two, number two, number two. Again, we're talking about five reasons, five reasons, five reasons uh, that uh, praise and lament go uh, uh, together in worship, belong together in worship. Number two says praise and lament share theology. Praise and lament share theology. The writer says this, songs of lament and songs of praise share the same theology. Both recount God's past faithfulness and proclaim his righteous character. But after affirming God's goodness, the laments go on to proactively ask how this good God allows the current experience of suffering. Mm. Yeah. The laments then are very much about theodicy or the problem of evil. But for Israel, theodicy was not an abstract philosophical puzzle. 
suffering was a direct challenge to their covenant with God. Oh, God, come on now. According to their covenant, God would care for and protect Israel if they kept its stipulations. Deuteronomy 28, for example, proclaims that all will go well for Israel if they only observe the covenant. But laments sometimes claim that Israel is suffering unjustly. Despite their current situation, the psalmist and the community are innocent. They have kept the covenant and therefore do not deserve their current calamity. Psalm 44, 17 through 22. Mm-hmm. My, my, my. God, ooh, Zach, Zachary Lavender, bless you, uh, my brother. Zachary says, exposure before God can only be accomplished when you have built and developed intimacy with him. Talk to David. Woo! My, my, my. My, my, my. My, my, my. It is, it is, it, that, 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 is, that is such a true statement. It can only be accomplished when you have built and developed intimacy with him. And, and, and here it is. God is not a God of, of um, for lack of better words, I'm a, I'm a, y'all please don't be offended. God is not a one-night stand God, right? God is not a God. God is not a God who, who, who uh, uh, I, I'm going to see you and then I ain't going to ever see you again, right? See, see, see when, you, when you're intimate, there is complete exposure, mm. Intimacy, developed intimacy. Let, 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 let's, let's be honest. It, it takes a while before you show your whole self to anybody. I wish I could have some help in here. Huh? It takes a while before you're comfortable enough. I wish I had a little help. It takes a while before you're comfortable enough or you're in a place where you can expose all of you to the person you're intimate with. So think about it from this standpoint. When you're, t- when, when you're, when you're dealing with God, unless you have developed and um, uh, 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 and 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 try to grow that relationship. It's hard to have that exposure. Thank you for that, Zachary. That's good. Let me get Psalm forty-four and seventeen. Psalm forty-four and seventeen. Where is it at? Psalm forty-four and seventeen. Quickly, 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 quickly. Psalm forty-four and seventeen. Uh, reads as follows. Okay, here we go. Psalm forty-four, seventeen says, "Come on, come on, man, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me." Psalm forty-four, seventeen says, uh, "All this came upon us, though we had not forgotten you. We had not been false to your covenant." This is the NIV version. Our hearts. I don't need that. Thank you. Our hearts had not turned back. Our feet had not strayed from your path, but you crushed us and made us haunt for jackals. You covered us over with deep darkness. If we had forgotten the name of our God or spread out our hands to a foreign God, would not God have discovered it since he knows the secrets of our heart? Yet for your sake, we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Wow. Come on now. The writer says, lament responds to this covenantal crisis with anger and rage oriented directly toward God. Laments also often express dismay and anger that God has apparently abandoned them. 
Laments illustrate then that there is no necessary contradiction between faith and doubt. Indeed, expressions of doubt, anger, and frustration to God are in the Psalms, an act of faith and even an act of worship. Can I help somebody? You are not sinning because you get upset. You are not in sin because you're frustrated. You are not in sin. Come on now. You're not in sin because you, you, because you have a thought that, 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 that you are alone. That's not sin. That's humanity. You, I, 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 I can see how people can say, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, 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 faith and doubt, faith and doubt. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Here is the deal. I, I can trust God. I can trust God. And still, watch this. Peter trusted God to get out the boat and walk on the water. He doubted he could do it, but he trusted God. That's why he said, if you bid me come, come on now. That's why he said, if you bid me come, I'll come out. I doubt I can do this, but Lord, if you send me, uh I got this. But see what happened in that walk was he started looking at his circumstances. Ah, he started looking at his surroundings and, and his doubt overcame his faith. It's okay to doubt, but your doubt should never overcome your faith. Mm. Felicia says Ephesians 4 and 26. Ephesians 4 and 26. Let's go to the word. Ephesians 4 and 26. Let me get there, get there quickly. Ephesians 4 and 26. Come on, computer, act right. Thank you. Ephesians 4 and 26 says, come on, come on, come on. Don't do me like that now. Thank you. King James says, Ephesians 4 and 26, be ye angry and sin not. Yeah. You can get mad, but don't let your anger cause you to sin. If you go back and read that psalm that I just read, they were angry, but they didn't sin. Max Clark says, doubt and faith cannot live in the same heart. As long as your doubt does not overcome your faith, you can be angry. But as long as that anger does not lead you to sin. See, I can get mad at you. I can be angry with you. But as long as I don't allow that anger to cause me to sin or watch this or cause you to stumble in sin. See, the problem is we get angry and we want to tear up everything. But I like that, please. Thank you for that, that scripture. Ephesians 4, 26, be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Fix it before you go to sleep. Huh? Doubt, anger, and frustration to God are in the Psalms. They are in the Psalms and an act of faith and even an act of worship. Because Lord, I've kept your I've kept your word, I've kept your commandments, and Lord, I'm I, I'm I'm Lord, I'm angry that we're still going through this. I'm doing everything you asked me to do, God. Why am I going through this? I didn't sin. I'm asking a question. I'm angry, but I ain't sinning. Hmm. My my my. Let's keep going. Number three. Number three. Again, we're talking about five reasons. Five reasons that uh, praise and lament belong together in worship. Uh, Good to see you, my brother Clark. Good to see you. Good to see you, Max Clark. Uh, 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 Number three says, 
Praise and lament strengthen community. Mm. Praise and lament strengthen community. I think this will help somebody right here. Watch this. The writer says, songs of lament and songs of praise are both congregational expressions. Both adoration and grief, praise and pain can and should be expressed in community. When we are not aware of our own suffering, lament becomes an act of solidarity with those suffering among us. Perhaps one of the most devastating effects of suffering is the isolation that it causes. Whether, whether through sickness, oppression, or injustice, the sufferer often feels alone, disconnected, and abandoned. Come on now. Psalm 22 and 1. Psalm 22 and 1. Let's get there real quick. Psalm 22 and 1. Psalm 22 and 1. Psalm 22 and 1. Let's go there quickly. Psalm 22 and 1 says, uh, uh, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from thy words of my and from the words of my roaring? Roaring, rather, roaring with an R, roaring. Same words that Jesus quoted on the cross. The sense of isolation can be exacerbated when entering a worship service, which does not give a space or voice for pain and grief. The practice of communal lament helps build authentic community because those who are suffering realize they are not alone. Rather, they are in the company of community that helps them give expression to their grief. To those, let me stop right there. This is why it, was, it is necessary. This is why small groups are so important in the church. Sunday morning service, no, you might not get a chance to stand up and talk about your relationship being bad or you're going through something of some, some bouts of depression, or you're going through something spiritually uh, heavy, or you feel spiritually disconnected. Sunday morning might not be the opportunity for you to do that. But if you had a place and a space where you could do these things, if there was a women's ministry, if there was a men's ministry, if there was a children's ministry, if there was a youth ministry, if there was a, a singles ministry, if there was all, if there was a place and space where you could say, man, look, I, I, y'all see me at church every Sunday, but my stuff is toe up. It's hard to say that on Sunday morning if you ain't standing with the microphone. Because what you would find is, I like what the writer said, what you would find is, is that you don't have to be isolated because what you'll find is you ain't the only one that's going through or been through. Huh? Let me say that again. You ain't the only one that's going through or been through. The writer says, to those suffering, expressing laments in community may give permission and language to say things that might otherwise be difficult. Lament, then, engenders healing and intimacy. So instead of a bunch of pious niceties and uh, niceties, community is built on real-life joys and pain. Lament becomes a means of bearing each other's burdens, proclaiming we do not suffer alone, Galatians 6 and 2. Bearing each other's burdens. That's why we have to be open to to being we have to be open to be willing to hear from people. Now 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 let me be let me be clear. If you are not 
and let me go back to what Zachary said earlier. If you have not developed an intimate relationship with God, let me help you real quick. And I'm going to tell you something right now that might save your life. Don't go running trying to help somebody else with their heaviness. Don't go running trying to help pull somebody else out of their situation. If you yourself have not developed an intimate relationship with God, why? Put your mask on first. Come on now. In the event of an emergency, make sure your mask is on first. Make sure your relationship is intact. Make sure you're connected to the source. Watch this. So, so y'all know with the newer phones, with the newer phones, mostly the Android phones, y'all know I'm not an iPhone person, even though y'all watching me from the camera on the iPhone right now. <laughs> but I'm not an iPhone person. The newer phones have wireless charging. Oh, this is going to help somebody right now. The newer phones have wireless charging. If we both out, and I only got 10% on my phone, and you telling me your phone is dead, and, 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 and I have no way of connecting back to my source, or I don't have access to my source, and I give you what I have left, what happens? Not only are you still in trouble, now I have now put myself in a position that not only I can't help me or you, oh God, but if I have access to my source, mm, let me help you. If, 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 if I plug in, watch this. If we only got one plug, help me, Holy Ghost. But I plug in. You can now attach yourself. Oh, God, right here on top. You can attach yourself to mine. Help me now. And, 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 and we can both recharge together. Because, see, I'm connected. Mm. I'm connected. See, that's why when you got relationship, that's why it's so important that in relationships, We'll talk about married folks now. That's why it's so important in relationships that y'all stay connected. Because when 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 you feeling low, she got access. When he, when when she feeling low, you got access. You got to stay connected to the source. Now, if we both disconnected and decide to go on a long trip and don't nobody bring no cords, don't nobody bring no no extra batteries, we in trouble. I can't bear your burdens if I'm not connected. That'll help somebody. I can't bear, but if I'm connected, oh God, if I'm connected, I can bear your burden. Let's go. Let's go. Number four, number four. <laughs> Max say boom. Number four, number four, number four. Again, we're talking about five reasons praise and lament belong together in worship. Number four, we're going to be out of here. Number four says praise and lament lead us to mission. Mm. Praise and lament lead us to mission. The writer says this, songs of lament in the Bible and songs of praise are both deeply connected to our place and role in the world. Israel's prophetic tradition uh, provocatively proclaims God's 
abhorrence of praise and adoration that are not also accompanied by acts of justice and compassion. Fundamentally, lament is not just about catharsis or solidarity, but it is a cry to God to establish justice. For Brueggemann's, uh-huh, our cry for justice must start directly before God. Let me get to this. Uh, this is what Brueggemann said. Uh, he said this. He said, a community of faith that negates lament soon concludes that the hard issues of justice are improper questions to pose at the throne because the throne seems to be only a place of praise. I believe it thus follows that if justice questions are improper questions at the throne, they soon appear to be improper questions in public places, uh, in schools, in hospitals, with the government, and eventually in the courts. Justice questions disappear into civility and docility. Let me say this. This is why you have so many churches, and let me say it this way, so many of my white evangelical friends stay silent in the sight of uh, un, uh, uh, of, of, of inequality. So many of our white evangelicals will sit quietly in the face of injustice. Why? Because they don't feel like they feel like, oh, you, when you come to God, you just ought to come with some praise. Don't come to God about your injustice issues. Don't come to God because you're being treated and you're not being, you're not being given equal this and equal that. Don't come to God with that. That's the thought process. And then if they want you to be quiet at church, eventually they're going to want you to be quiet in other places and just sit back and pray that stuff at your own house. Don't make it public. We got to be real careful with that. Don't get me wrong. Yes, the throne, the throne is a place of praise, but it's also a place where you can come and bring everything to God. Who else would you bring it to? I can't take it to none of the clowns in Washington, D.C. I can't take it to none of them folks sitting on thrones in these other countries. I can't take it to no dictator nowhere. Why not take it to the one person who can fix it? Hmm? So, so the writer says, lament then is a kind of corporate intercession where the suffering of the community and the world is brought before the throne of God. I like that corporate intercession. Lament as intercession is already uh, itself an act of compassion and justice, which is meant to motivate action both from God and from the community. As intercession, lament validates the pain and suffering of the broken world, directs itself at God, and demands, let your kingdom come. Woo. Uh-oh. Pastor Marcus Clemens Sr. says, uh, well, sir, what kind of God do I serve that I can't bring my questions to God about injustice? God is a God. Uh, God is a God that can address all my issues. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, 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 and, and don't, I don't know, and maybe, and maybe these folks that think we ought to be quiet, I wouldn't serve a God that I couldn't bring everything to. I'm sorry. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't serve a God that I couldn't bring everything to. So, 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 so if that's the case, if that's the case, I mean, can, can, can we talk about it? 
First, first, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. First Peter, first Peter, first Peter, first Peter, first Peter, first Peter, five and seven. I know this ain't a part of the article, but I just, I, I'm just going to go there. Thank you, Holy Ghost. First Peter five and seven says, casting all your cares upon him, for he careth for you. Huh? First Peter said, casting all of your cares upon him. For he cares for you. I know you might need a little more evidence. Come here, uh, uh, David, Psalm 55 and 22. Get there quickly. Psalm 55 and 22. Psalm 55 and 22. Come on, come on, come on. Get there, get there quickly. Psalm 55 and 22 says this. Uh, 55 and 22. Come on, come on. Give me where, 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 where King James just disappeared on me. There it is. Psalm 55 and 22 says this. Cast thy burdens upon the Lord, and he shall sustain. Thee. That's, it says, cast thy burdens. Come on, you know, I like the Message Bible, because the Message Bible make it real plain, because sometimes, you know, everybody don't get it. The Message Bible, Message Bible, 22, 22 says, uh-oh, I like this, watch this, time, you ready? It says, pile your troubles on God's shoulders. <laughs> message Bible, there it is. Pile your troubles on God's shoulders. He'll carry your load. He'll help you out. He'll never let good people topple into ruin. Mm. That is right there. There it is right there. I, I don't. I don't know who I'm talking to, but the, but some some folk. Come on now. Come on now. They missed that part in first Peter. Right. The Max Clark said they missed that part. They did. That's the part that they don't want. And see. And see. I often find it funny. I shouldn't say funny, ironic, that a lot of the same people, and, and see this, I'm, I'm going to get in trouble with my Democratic brothers now, uh, uh, folks, but I often find it funny, and my liberal friends, I'm going to get in trouble. They want us to pray when it's, when it's crisis. Oh, we're going to pray. Y'all want us to pray for the school that got shot up, but not pray in the school that got shot up. I'm going to let that sit right there for somebody in a minute. We can pray for the school. That guy shot up. We can pray for the grocery store, but they don't want us to pray in the grocery store or in the school. Pray for them, but not where they're at. I'm going to let that sit for y'all. Cricket. Let that sit right there. Let's get this last one in, y'all. It's 9 o'clock, and my stomach is growling. (laughs) It's 9 o'clock. That's number 5, number 5, number 5. Number 5 says... Again, five reasons praise and uh, lament belong together in worship. Last one. Number five says praise and lament stand together. Praise and lament stand together. The writer says this. Lament and praise should not be separated. Oh, this is good. They are actually two sides of the same coin. Praise without lament can lead to a superficial spirituality which does not recognize or take seriously the pain and grief that accompany our journey. Can we pause right there? Let me read that again. Praise without lament can lead to a superficial spirituality which does not recognize or take seriously the pain and grief that accompany our journey. What did you just say, Dana? What I just said was this. If all we're doing is praising God 
and we're ignoring the pain of our people. If we just want folks to get up and jump and clap and do backflips and foam at the mouth and come to the altar and get them good and greasy, but we ain't help, but we're not even, we won't even recognize their pain. My God, we won't even, we so busy trying to get folk to jump and shout that we won't, you want me to jump and shout, sir, my, my sir, the, the pain shooting through my leg is so serious or the pain that I'm carrying is so serious. I don't know if I want to wake up in the morning, but you want me to get up and shout, at least recognize my depression first. Recognize my pain first. Recognize my anger first. Recognize my hurting first before you start talking about, come on, put your hands together. Folk are leaving here every day by their own choice or by somebody else's, and we just want folks to run and shout and jump and speak in tongues. But their minds are clouded because we won't give them a we won't give them a space and a place where they can say, you know what, I come to church every week, Pastor, but I'm dying on the inside. I'm up singing your songs. Oh my God. We want our praise teams to sing good every week. But what if your praise team leader is dying on the inside? What if your praise team leader is being abused by her husband or, or him by abused by his wife? What if your drummer or your musician is hurting on the inside? But you better be at church on Sunday at 11 o'clock and pray for me. Because we don't give them a space in the place. You cannot praise without lament because then it's because because now I'm just sitting up here. Now I'm just going through the motions. Oh, I can't get no here. Now I'm just going through the motions. I'm, I'm just in church doing church just so church can be done. <laughs> Brother Clark, bless you. Man. That's why, that's why, that's why folk, that's look here. Can I be honest? Can I be, can, uh, but I am, I am all, that's why I stay in trouble anyway. That's why folk. You know, that's why folks, you know, you either like it or you don't. Let me say it like this. It's tight, but it's right. This is why half of our churches sit empty. Mm. You know why churches are so empty? It ain't because the word is not going forth. That ain't it. It ain't because folk ain't singing good. That ain't it. It ain't because you ain't got, you know, this and that. That ain't it. Churches are half the way they are because folk cannot Come as they are. See? Uh, let me leave it again. Churches are the way they are because we won't let folks come as they are. You need some help with that? Let me be real. Let me, let me make it a little bit plainer for the folk who came in on the little yellow bus. Let me help you out. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. We want our folks to come prayed up, praise ready, worship ready, ready for worship. Watch this. But the truth is, when when Jesus says, "Come as you are," can I help? I know we. I know this was misquoted. It was mistaught. I was taught as a kid this, but I, I'm sorry. I, I love all my former Sunday school teachers, but y'all tricked me. But let me help y'all real quick. Jesus, when the Bible says, "Come as you are," come as you are, didn't have nothing to do with my attire. 
It had nothing to do with my clothes. Because guess what? I can show up every Sunday in a Hugo Boss and still be depressed. Huh? I can show up every Sunday in a pair of Ferragamo shoes, bless the Lord, and still be depressed. Come as you I ain't got to, ain't got nothing to do with my clothes. Come as you are means bring me all. That's it, Pastor Clements. Bring me all your hurt, your anxiety, your pain. Come, come just like you are. Come just like you are. Inside. Come messed up with your messed up thoughts, your messed up mind, your, your messed up whatever. Bring all that in here. And watch this. We're going to welcome you messed up. We're going to receive. Oh, God, help me now. I feel all right. We're going to receive you messed up. And, and, and what we're going to show you is you just came into a place with a bunch of other messed up folks. But watch this. We, ain't, we don't come with the intent on staying messed up. Mm. My, my, my. We don't come with the intent on staying messed up. Uh, we come with a purpose and expectation that my messed up won't be messed up long. Mm. Huh? I, don't, don't, don't miss this. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. Y'all, y'all, look, y'all better share this and tell somebody that the ball head man that lost his mind on Friday one more time. Look here. Look here. We, we, we got to get this. You, 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 you can't praise without lament. Let me go further. Now, let's, cause, see, cause see, I know we got some folk who just want to delve on the pain side. See, now you, because they go together and they cannot be separated. Lament without praise can easily lead to pity parties and eventually unbelief since we never remind ourselves of who God is and what he's done and what he will accomplish. We cannot have pity parties either. Oh, God, I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm going there too. I'm going there too. I want you to bring your pain. I want you to bring your suffering. But what we're not going to do is celebrate your pain and your suffering. Oh, no, that's not what we're going to do. What we're not going to do is, get, watch this, we ain't finna, we, we're not going to have a party for your pain and your suffering. That's not what we're going to do. Uh-huh. See, 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 I want you to bring it, but at the same time as you bring it, I'm also going to remind you of who God is in the process. Huh? Come on, uh, uh, Zachary told me I better ask David. Let me ask David again. David was going through. Oh, God. Oh, God. Here's your favorite song one more time. David was going through. But David, in the midst of going through, said, Yea, though I walk through hey, the valley of the shadow of death. Now, he said, look, I, I, I messed up, Lord. I know this is a bad situation. I know folk trying to kill me. I know all this stuff has happened. And, Lord God, this is the worst stuff in the world. But I remember who you are. See that? David didn't throw a pity party. He, 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 he expressed what he was going through. Come on, help me now. Let me help you again. Ain't nobody going to say it. Listen. Thank you. Look here. Watch this. He, 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 he expressed what he was going through. He expressed his anguish, his pain, his discouragement. He expressed all that. But then he said, yea, though I walk through. He said, but thou art with me. He said, you still with me. Come on now. <laughs> Sermon, bring your butt to church. <laughs> if you preach that and they give you a love offering, send me my piece. Look here. <laughs> but look here. Look, I, I'm, I'm so serious now. Th- th- look, we, we, stop 
sitting having these pity parties. Oh, he left me. Oh, she left me. Oh, the job didn't keep me. Oh, I spent all my time there, and I, I did this, and I did that. Yes, you did, but is God still God? Huh? Yes, you lost everything. Come here, Job. You lost everything. But yet, yeah, though he slayed me, yet, yet will I trust him. Come on, I wish I had a little help. He still, look at Job. Job, though he slayed me. Can I make a real point? Look here. God just took everything from me, but I trust him. But I trust him. I wish y'all, had, I wish y'all would get this. I wish y'all would get this. We cannot stop reminding ourselves of who God is and what he's done, what he has accomplished, and what he will accomplish. So, yes, be upset. Yes, you can be discouraged. Yes, you can be disappointed. Yes, you can be angry. Yes, you can do all those things. But then also at the same time, those of us who have relationship, we have to remember who God is. Let's, let's get to the end of this. As, 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 the church, as the church struggles to reinvent and rediscover itself, because that's what a lot of churches are having to do right now coming out of this COVID situation. Reinvent and rediscover. It would do well to remember that one of our primary missions is meditation. Come on now. It is meditation. Come on. Just as God called Israel after the exodus, he still calls the church to be a kingdom of priests. The church then is called to be priests who meditate between heaven and earth. Lament and praise function together to exactly this. Together, lament and praise keep the community connected to heaven's ultimate reality as well as to our lived experience on earth. Come on now. That's what that's why you have to be make sure you're at a place with leaders and teachers who are teaching you Bible. If all I can teach you is how to praise if all I can teach you is how to moan, if all I can teach you is how to shout, then then then, then something is wrong. Something is wrong. If I if I can't get you if 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 all my music, if all the musicians can do is is play me a bump on the organ and put me in the right key, that would be D by the way. But put me in the right key. If that's all they can do, then y'all in the wrong place. Praise brings heaven to earth. Lament brings earth before heaven. Y'all going to catch that. Praise brings heaven to earth. Lament brings earth before heaven. And together they express the suffering of the whole world before God and proclaim that one day we will lament no more. The mourners will indeed be comforted. My, my, my. I wish y'all would get this, man. This is good. This blessed me. This blessed me. I forgot we did. I'm, I'm just going to say we did this article seven years ago <laughs> in 2015. I was looking, and it popped up today. We did this article seven years ago, and it is, it is probably more relevant today than it was when we did it in 2015. I can tell you why. My life experience in the church is different in 2022 than it is in 2015, than it was in 2015. How about that? 
How about that? My my life my life. That's why when the when the writer talks about your lived experience, sometimes doesn't match up to your faith. My lived experience in 2015 is way different from what it is in 2022. That's why it's so important that we always go back to the source. We, we, main, we maintain our connection. Yeah, we may go a little far. Maybe we can get, you know, we can go a little while and we can do what we need to do. That's what these phones do. We can go where we need to go. But, every, but eventually, like that young brother told us at Freedom about five, six years ago, we always have to go back to the source. Come on now, God, swipe away all the tears. Yeah. Look, I, I, I want to say this, and then we're going to get out of here. Uh, there, there have been, there have been, uh, uh, I mentioned the, 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 the deaths at my home church uh, last week, this week, last week, and then we had one just recently, uh, yesterday here at Ebenezer, uh, one of our faithful members here. Uh, and, and you can, watch this, it's okay to be angry and frustrated. Right? It's okay to be angry and frustrated. It's even okay to ask God questions. I'm going to help somebody. It's okay to help to ask God questions. You would be foolish not to. You'd be foolish not to. Why would you not question the one person who has the answers? Come on now. That's Think about that for a moment. Why would you not ask a question to the one person who has the answers? Paul, I think, I think it was Paul Morton. Paul Morton has a song. Paul Morton has a song. Uh, and I wish I could play it, but I don't feel like fighting with Facebook tonight. <laughs> but Paul Morton has a song. And it, and it simply says, whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. <laughs> whatever you're doing, whatever you're doing in this season, it's an amazing song. Whatever you're doing in this season, don't do it without me. So, yeah, think about this. When you hear that, when you hear that, right, when you hear that, it often makes you wonder. It often makes you wonder how, and you wonder why God is doing what he's doing. But you also have to look and say, well, God, well, whatever it is, don't do it without me. And you think about that. Because listen to to the lyrics of the song. My God. The song says, Lord, if you're healing, healing in the season, don't do it without me. Lord, if you're blessing and you're blessing in the season, don't do it without me. Come on now. It, 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 It is the simplest song in the world. But the first part says whatever. God, whatever you're doing, in this season, whatever, whatever you're allowing, don't do it without looking. I want to stay. That's why I got to stay connected. Because see, it's not, and I, I shared this. I shared this with you all on Monday after, after I told you all about Pastor Tab Miller, Pastor Meredith Tab Miller. I was so appreciative that I got to talk to Ivan on, on and I said this, on Sunday night. I talked to him for about 45 minutes because he sent me that, that, that video. I told y'all that shook me. And so I got, and I was so glad that I got to talk to him because me talking to him prepared me for Monday. See, watch this. Y'all going to miss this. Me talking to him, Ivan, the son, 
prepared me for what was about to happen with the father. Oh, y'all ain't, y'all ain't listening. Y'all just missed this. Y'all just missed all this. Look, I might not get to say this on Friday, so I'm going to say it now. Me getting to talk to the son prepared me for what was going to happen with the father. Y'all ready? Watch this. You being in constant contact with the son of God, y'all stay with me. You being in constant contact with the son of God will keep you prepared for whatever is going on in this season. I wish y'all would get that. I wish y'all would get that. It would keep you prepared. So that way, when these things happen, they'll shake you, but they won't break you. My God. They will shake you. They will shake your very foundation, but it won't break you. You got to stay connected. That's it. That's it, uh, 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 Pastor Clemens. You got to stay connected. Because it's when we're disconnected that the littlest things break us. But when we're connected, them little things don't even, don't even affect us. And the big ones, though they shake us up, they don't deter us from our goal and from our, from our, from our mission. A flat tire can do two things. It can either keep you from getting to your destination or it can merely slow you down. But whether or not you're prepared, come on now, whether or not you're prepared is the answer. Oh, my God. I just helped myself. <laughs> oh, Lord. I like, I like, thank you, Holy Ghost. I like that. Watch this. It can do two things. It can either prevent you from getting to where you're going or it might just merely slow you down. Huh? That's all. Now, if you're one of the people that you let completely let it stop you from your destination, that tells you you ain't ready. And you ain't connected. But if you say, oh, Lord, I got a flat. Huh? But there's a AAA in my book. Huh? I got Geico insurance. Huh? I got the 911 in my car. Huh? I got some connections. That, look, I might, I might not get there when I wanted to, but I'm going to still get there. I wish I could get a little help right there. I might not get there when I want to, but I'm going to still get there because I'm connected to the source. All I got to do is go back to my source and say, okay, Lord, I, look here, Lord, I didn't hit a spot. But, Lord, you said I'd never see his seed. Oh, my. I'd never seen the righteous forsaken. Now, Lord, that's what you said. See, that's why we got to remember these things. But see, when I'm not connected, I forget what God said. I forget that he said you never saw my, he'll never let his seed be begging for bread. See, if I'm, if I'm, oh, Lord, help me now. If I'm, if I'm away from him for too long, I'll forget how good he's been. That's why we have to constantly stay connected. Stop waiting until Sunday to try to tap in. Uh, that'll be a message right there. Stop waiting till Sunday to try to tap in. The problem is some of us don't try to tap in till Sunday morning. We expect the praise team to get us in. Can I be real? Can I be extra honest? Sorry, can I be double strength on? <laughs> can, I, can I be frank uh, or frankly? Huh? Can, I, can I be extra? Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Hide how in the, oh Lord, help me, hell to go. How in the hell the praise and worship leader gonna take you somewhere that you ain't been yourself? How they gonna, how you gonna lead the people into worship and you ain't worshiped all week? I wish I could get some help. You can't lead the people nowhere, a place that you ain't been, if you ain't connected to the source. 
my God. Let's pray. We're going home. Father God, we thank you for tonight. God, we thank you for this place and space. God, we thank you for this place called Ebenezer. God, we thank you right now, God, for this place and space and time. God, we want to pray right now, God, for all of the bereaving families right now. I want to lift their names up to you. God, as we come right now, God, we're lifting up uh, 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 the Meredith family right now. God, we're lifting up the Lions family right now. God, we're lifting up the Miller family right now, God. And God, we're even, even on that this time, God, we're lifting up the Freeman family, God. We're lifting up both Kingdom Missionary Baptist Church and the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, God. You know what they stand in need of, God. You know the pain and the hurt that they are feeling at this moment, God. But in the midst of the pain and in the midst of the suffering, we trust and know that you are still on the throne. We know that your hand is still on the throne. Your hand is still on the wheel. God, we recognize that even though this may shake our foundation, God, we know that our hope, our, my, 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 our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. God, we recognize that our foundation is strong because, yes, it may shake. Yes, it may shimmer. But, God, it will not fail because we put our trust in you. So, God, be with these families, God. Be with these churches, God. Be with these homes that have been touched by the death angel, God. Keep them, keep them in the hollow of your hand, God, so that no hurt, harm, or danger may hurt them, God. We lift your name. We lift those names, God, and we lift your son, Jesus, right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Every heart said amen. All right, so look, I got to go. I'm tired. Y'all stay prayed up. Uh, y'all look, uh, what did I, I feel like I was supposed to make an announcement or something, but I don't have one. Huh? Yeah, it's Father's Day, y'all. Look here, y'all celebrate y'all's daddies. Well, I'm, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me say that. What'd you say? Celebrate a dad. Celebrate a father figure. Celebrate, um, celebrate somebody who has played the role in your life. Celebrate a, 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 a brother. Celebrate a brother, an uncle, or someone who has played the role. Ladies, no offense. I know I do it for my mom because I have, and I continue to do it. Uh, but that's between me and my mom. Uh, but I, I've always gotten my mother a Father's Day card. I just have uh, because she, 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 she did her best that she could. But I celebrate fathers. I celebrate fathers. I've had a few uh, father figures, and most of them are gone. They are no longer with us today. I am grateful for my for the 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 the, the, the few uh, spiritual coverings that I have. I'm grateful for them, and always grateful for them. So look, it's Father's Day. Look, join us for our Father's Day service here uh, at Ebenezer on Sunday. Thank you. I'll make that announcement. Join us for our Father's Day service here at Ebenezer on Sunday, 11 o'clock. Look, we ain't going to be here all day. Y'all know that already. We start at 11 o'clock. We done by 12.15. We done by 12.15. We start at 11 o'clock. We done by 12.15. Ain't no, but look, it don't take all day to do nothing. It don't take all day to praise the Lord. Y'all take out a little bit of that fluff and stop holding folk in church for three and four hours. And y'all to be doing something. I'm just trying to help the people right now. Ain't no, don't nobody want to look. I know y'all was raised and y'all was used to being in church for 17 hours on a Sunday. But look here. It don't take all that. You can preach. You can say what you're going to say about the Lord and preach real good in 25 to 35 good minutes. If you up there for an hour, I'm, 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 I'm going to give you this from a corporate experience. 
Let me give you this. From a corporate experience, if you're in a meeting and that meeting is more than an hour long, this is, this is, don't, you got to trust me, check any corporate guide about meetings and meeting length. You can only keep the attention of people for so long before they need a break. That's why in meetings at corporate world that last for more than an hour, food is being served. I ain't telling y'all to start serving food at y'all churches. I'm just saying food is being served to give people a time to think about what was already been said. If you're going to hold folks for two hours, two hours and a half, and three hours, you wonder why they ain't invite nobody. You might be wondering why they ain't invite nobody. Now you know. But if you tell folk, <laughs> really? But now, y'all pray for my wife. Y'all pray for my <laughs> But y'all know, if you tell folk 90 minutes, I, I, I appreciate my brother, uh, Pastor Clarence Store. He told me this a long time ago. I should have listened to him a long time ago. And uh, him and uh, uh, my brother, uh, Dr. Julian Smith, out there in uh, Maine Baptist. 90 minutes. Reggie Royal. 90 minutes. All these are successful ministries, by the way. 90 minutes. That's how long their services last. 90 minutes. Why? Because you don't need 25 minutes of announcements. You ain't got to come up and sing. Look, when the, when, the, when the song is over, it's one thing to have a reprise. You ain't got to have a reprise after the reprise. Come with a vamp and then another reprise. That'll help somebody on the way home. Y'all have, look, if you got to drive through this special city called Chicago, <laughs> you was an old man. If you got to drive through this, <laughs> see, I was doing good. Call Chicago. Do me a favor. My brothers and my sisters, keep your head on a swivel. Two T's, one L, one O, we out. With your hands lifted up straight, say it like this. Take the limit, Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.